As it is uh, usually the case whenever we have guests in studio, it's guaranteed today, though I am the least talented person in studio with this wonderful group that we have. Uh, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is coming to the stage here in the Southeast, and we are so excited to have the co-director. We're going to have a couple of the stars of the show as well. Uh, we'll start with Megan Turnley. Megan, uh, why bring this show to the Southeast? What makes this so special? I think we'd been talking about doing this one for a while, actually. Uh, but uh, Ellie, who's also here, uh, kind of pitched the idea to us. And then when we were thinking about sort of who we have in the school and who we anticipated auditioning, we were like, this is actually a really perfect fit for who we currently have. Uh, so I think it was just time. It was it was <laughs> kind of sitting in our in our minds for a bit. But this year's the year. Well, yeah, because you need the talent to pull this off. And there's a lot of moving pieces that go into the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Absolutely. Yeah, especially with ours, because we've we've even incorporated some some dance uh, in this one, which is maybe a bit unexpected. Uh, there's It's really heavy in production design and, and art and costumes and hair and makeup. Like, our school just always steps up and brings everything. And so it had been a little... A few years since we'd done a bit of like a fantasy type story. And so it also just felt like we were ready to take on that challenge again. It is such a classic story. So many people know uh, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, whether they read it back in the day, whether they're reading it again just for kicks. Uh, but to bring this to the stage and to have the response, what's that been like? You've already got one sold, uh, sold out show. Yeah. What's the response? Has it surprised you? Uh, I'd say no, only because we expected that a lot of people would be interested in coming. Like, I, I read the stories when I was a kid, and I loved them, and every cast member had also said the same thing in their audition. And uh, and every, as soon as we announced that we were doing this show, everybody was just like, oh, well, this is, this is going to sell big. Like, people are going to want to do this. It's also just like... It's a nice, like, wintry, like, Christmassy show, and it's going to be in December. Like, it's just very timely, and I think it's going to, uh, I think people are going to have a good time. Ellie, uh, you are expanding your roles this year. You're not even, uh, you're not just doing a performer role. You've also taken a little bit of uh, reins behind the scenes as well. What's it been like to grow in that area going uh, beyond onstage performer? Yeah, it's been really fun. With the role that I have, it's been a little bit, um, like difficult to do more of the like sitting in the audience watching finding what needs to be done but I have a bit more of a backstage role where like I help people who can't find their costumes or I help put together costumes for people or when people are like I'm bleeding I'll go okay I'll go get you a band-aid you know it's kind of like like that stuff and just um being a gatherer right like I make the group chats be like okay guys making sure that we're we're all super ready in this scene before next rehearsal so we can really impress the directors right like just <laughs> just kind of yeah just doing stuff like that and being being an extra help to people when when our fabulous directors are busy doing other things okay so before we get into your character and the performance side of things what's it like like you you said you, you're helping behind the scenes you're organizing group chats what's it like to be around a, a group of people interacting and working with a group of people that are just as passionate as you because clearly you care about this so so much so what's it like to have a group of, of like-minded individuals around you Oh, it's it's wonderful. Like most of my closest friends are like people I've met through pr the productions. Like, um, and we like I'm an early start at school, and the rehearsals only start at four, so I have an hour of spare before rehearsals, and a bunch of us just get together and hang out in the dance room and just goof off and like have fun together, and it's it's been a blast. Like meeting or hanging out with so many people that are like think the same way as you, are passionate about the same things. You really find a community that you don't get in a lot of other places talking to ellie balfour one of the stars of lion the witch and the wardrobe coming december 6th 7th and well 8th but the 8th is sold out uh, so ellie tell us about your character oh yeah i play lucy in the place so that's been super exciting she is one of my favorite book characters of all time so it's been a real honor to get to portray her on the stage it's been really fun i've actually 
been cast as a small child um, the past two years in a row for the productions, which I don't know how much that says about my character. But <laughs> 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 yeah. So what are the biggest challenges that come with playing your character? Um, I feel like I have a lot of fake crying to do. And so that's been, it's been fun to learn how to do the physicality for that, but also been like, figuring out how much to cry when and, you know, and just kind of, yeah, fine-tuning it, you know, because I've had an idea of what I want her to be like. And so changing myself to become like her instead of changing the character of Lucy to become like me. All right. So take us through the process of marrying what you want the character to be with what the character is in the book, because you have to try and keep it as true to the art form, the original art form as possible, while also injecting a little bit of your own personality and flair into it. So how do you marry those two things on stage? Um, well, I feel like since I've, well, I've known Lucy for so long, I, it's not, it hasn't been super difficult because I, I know that like the version of her I know is pretty true to the books. And so I don't know, I feel like we are very similar personality wise. Like we both love adventure and exploring and helping and meeting new people. And so it's been, it's been pretty easy. Um, but yeah, like just kind of figuring out like how sassy I can make her without it, <laughs> like straying away from the books but i i feel like it, it hasn't been too difficult especially with the script that we have it's it's like fairly straightforward so do you take personality traits of the character and start injecting them into every your everyday life like are you sassy at home are your parents starting to get a little upset with you well um yeah uh, no not really um but Boy, there was like three answers <laughs> in one there so i'm going to assume i think if we called your parents right now they might have a different answer but okay yeah. explain um i think with with like the sibling group like me and cole and violet and malachi we're the ones playing the four siblings we have totally bonded and become siblings in real life like that is the biggest thing is like we spend all our time together we fight like siblings we we like roughhouse like siblings we have fun like siblings do i think that's been the biggest thing is we've really adopted that part of it and we've definitely seen like some of the characters growing more to be like their characters in the script it's like oh yeah see a little bit of Edmund in you there. Um, but yeah, it's it's been really fun to kind of see that and just like, yeah, how our personalities are becoming like the characters and how um, the characters are becoming like us. So. All right, last one for you here, Ellie, and then we're, we're going to go to uh, Cole Reimer, who's also part of this wonderful show. Uh, is there a hard separation when the show comes to an end? You put so much effort into mm -hmm. it. Your shows are the 6th, 7th, and 8th of December, and then the 9th, you're not your character anymore. You yeah. are back to Ellie Balfour. Is there a hard separation going from being so invested into this character and then not being it anymore? Yeah, definitely. Like, especially since I'm in grade 12 this year, this is my last production. So, like, I'm really feeling that this year is like, oh, this is like, this is a little crazy. Um, but, yeah, like, coming out of it, it's going to be really difficult because I've spent so much time in this. Like, I spend so much time in my week as Lucy that I feel like once I don't have that anymore, it's going to be a bit of a mental shift. Like, even... Yeah, like last last year was like afterwards, I just was like, I don't know what to do with myself. Like all of a sudden I have three more open evenings in a week. Like, yeah, it's it's it is a little it is difficult. But um, the Christmas break right after helps often because then you can just totally relax like you're not in school anymore. It's not like you have to find a new rhythm with school. But yeah, leaving the character behind is always a little bit devastating so i i don't know why i just uh i'm thinking that it's so hard for you to cry on stage and then on december 8th at the final call it's oh. gonna be hard to get you to stop crying yeah definitely like we backstage at the end of every run we're like 
I'm almost crying now and we're not we, we still have more rehearsal to do like we are going to be a hot mess after <laughs> after the shows this year but I think that sh- that says something to the group and to our like our directors and how much fun it's been even though it's been hard work that we're actually sad to leave it behind it's not like okay good this is over right it's like oh I kind of wish we had four more months of this so yeah. Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, December 6th, 7th, the 8th is sold out. Uh, let's go to Cole Reimer now. Cole, uh, let's go back to the beginning of this process. Take us through what it's like auditioning for something like Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe when you so desperately feel like you're you're meant for this role. Take us through that mindset. Yeah, so when we arrive at the theater, then there's like five directors there that are sitting watching you, and you're like, <laughs> oh crap, I better do this audition like very well. Um, but it's it's really interesting when you're just thinking about auditioning rather than when you're actually auditioning because um, you feel like when you're on stage and you are auditioning, uh, you just have a lot more determination and like you really want this. And um, from practicing and then actually auditioning, it's uh, it's just a unique experience when you get to show what you've been practicing in hopes of getting your dream role. So, so uh, similar to what, I, what we discussed with Ellie, when you, you're trying to infuse a little bit of your own personality into a character, when you're auditioning, you do you try and stand out with a little uniqueness? Is there a balance between, again, staying true to the character at its base, but also standing out so you can kind of be recognized a little bit? Take us through that process a, 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 when it comes to auditioning. Yeah, so, of course, I want to stay true to the script and to the character of what I think the character should be. But I also try and inject just a little bit of something that would make me stand out over other people auditioning. Something that they'd be like, oh, he does this without us telling him. Oh, maybe he should be a good fit for this person. Or So I just try and not overdo it, but just add a few things that um, that show a little bit of intelligence. And, you know, knowing that that, you know, the actor can come up with things and... How many years does it take to develop that trust in yourself? Because, again, it's a fine line between I I, I feel like this character might do something like this. That's a gut feeling because the director and those that are, are watching maybe don't. So take <laughs> us through how long it takes to develop that trust in yourself that you can take a little bit of artistic liberty. Um, yeah, well, this is actually my second production. Uh, last year was my very first uh, production ever. And... Um, I happened to get the lead role for last year and it was uh, a very a big step for me. So after doing that, I had just a lot more confidence in myself and making creative decisions and um, yeah, just being the best I can be on stage. So just from that last year, it really helped me to, you know, get out of my comfort zone and try new things. So, so coming from the lead role last year, now you, uh, you're you in a, a situation where you're around, again, some very talented people that are, are going to help kind of not only build your character up, but you need to help build them up in a lot of scenes. What's it like to play off other talented people that are at, uh, you know, the top of their games as well? Oh, it's it's very fun. It's amazing to see how everyone just gets so into their character and you almost feel like even when you're not acting, you're like, wow, they are their character, like through and through. It's so it's and especially being a sibling, it's very fun to bounce off of each other and just, you know, act as siblings and be a little rough and fun. And yeah, it's a great time. So since you started this whole process, has Ellie let you make a single decision or is she <laughs> the one that calls the shots? Well, is she standing behind you giving, yeah. you, giving you some nods and some cues? Yeah, well, she plays the youngest child, so we know what that means. 
uh, just going through the process of this all, especially this year, given all that's gone into it and, and you know, the, the uncertainty of what's coming next, uh, how much does it mean to you to be around such an amazing group of people? It is one of the best experiences of my life. I've met so many of my now really good friends from productions and from drama. And, uh, yeah, I really do cherish it. It's it's a really fun experience and something that I'll look back always and remember um, just being like a really sweet moment of my life. When you think about all the amazing productions that have been in the Southeast, and there are some incredible shows, and it, it goes all the way back to you know high school performances, all the way to Sidetrack Bandits and a lot of other different performances, uh, the community really loves uh, really good performers. So when people come up to you and they remember your character or they remember a line that you said or something that made them laugh or made them cry, what does that mean to you as a performer that you were able to touch a member of the community in that way? It's quite humbling, actually, to just see that people have recognized the the thing that you've worked so hard on for so many months and to see that it actually impacted people. It's it's a really special feeling, Um yeah, I actually had a lady in church a few weeks ago mention me um, from the production last year. And it was like, wow, you still remember me. Like, it, it's, yeah, it's very special. There's that, that chance every time you take to the stage that that might be your signature performance that people remember for years down the road. Uh, do you think about that stuff or is that just too much uh, to even kind of comprehend at times? Um, I haven't thought about it too much. Um, I just, yeah, I try and be present as much as possible and just enjoy the time that we have, but, yeah. Cool. Uh, as someone who's at the front of the stage, you know that something like this only happens because of all the work that goes on behind the scenes that a lot of people don't see. What can you say about the group of people that make this possible so you can go up there and give the best performance you can? Well, I have to say a big thank you to everyone, of course, because there are so many people that have contributed to this play. Like, there's the art department that help with all of the props there's dozens of props and costume design there's people that help make alterations and then there's hair and makeup and that oh yes and we had to make a centaur buttocks which was very fun <laughs> and a very interesting thing to make but that's something to do on a tuesday night yeah, i suppose exactly whatever you whatever <laughs> works for you uh thank you so much for coming in today uh ellie did he do okay did he forget anything he did Fantastic. Good job. Good job. Uh, Megan, uh, we'll wrap up with a couple more here again. Uh, just the community support that goes into making these possible to give these kids an opportunity to live their dream and have special moments where they can be remembered for a long time. Just what does that mean to you as someone who's been a part of this before? Oh, absolutely everything. I, I've directed shows for a long time. And uh, the one thing that's unique to the SR is just the volume of, of people, community within the school, everything that just that just want to help and support and not just coming as the audience, but also contributing in other ways. It means absolutely everything because there's no way that us as co-directors could do all of the pieces. That would be that'd be a whole separate people do that for a full time separate job uh, directing shows. Uh, so, yeah, it. It really is. I I may be biased, but I think that these plays are just like the best example of what our school and our community can do uh, because it, it really does involve everything coming together. Even Autobody was helping us like with making our props and stuff like it, it really is all these unexpected little pockets of, of corners that step up and go like, hey, I can do that. And then they do. So it's a great representation of what our school and community has to offer. And this is something that kids can really buy into and can get into for years to come. And you think about how big the SRSS 
is and how intimidating it can be. Absolutely. You can find a group of like-minded individuals. If you feel like you're an outsider, if you feel like you don't belong, there is a theater group that can make you feel like you are the biggest, brightest star in the sky. And it's important for kids who don't necessarily feel like they are the ones that are standing out, that there are people like you and like Ellie and like Cole that care and want to make sure that they have a safe place to be. We are always there. And I and I love seeing especially students who are one way in real life and then you see them on stage and you're just like okay that was there that we we that was we believe that that was there and now it's here the and quietest so, introvert can exactly. be the loudest personality on stage a thousand percent and so and and the opposite can be true too right where you expect someone who's really loud and then and then they have to kind of come out of their shell a little bit on stage so it's it's sometimes i think of what we ask them to do and it 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 freaks me out a little bit because I'm like we're we're throwing children up on stage in front of hundreds of people each night and saying do what we tell you to do and they do like it's 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 just a wonderful thing to watch and the confidence and the skills that they're acquiring I it's the one thing that I still like I've been teaching for 14 years and I still have students like message me or reach out and just like that play changed me it changed how I do my life because it just gives you those skills that other, unless you're thrown up there you just don't get them otherwise. Before we wrap up, uh, I have to just pick your di- directorial brain for a moment sure. because you work so hard. There is so much preparation going up. December 6th, when the curtain goes up, you are out of control. You have got yeah. nothing else you can do yeah. for the next couple of hours. How do you deal with that? How long did it take you to just kind of be able to let that go and trust your your actors? Take us through that because that's got to be a little nerve-wracking because you are being viewed Without being on stage, of course. Whatever is on stage is a reflection of the the, the crew, right? Absolutely. Uh, I th- it's funny because I think that the answer that most people would expect is that I'd be very nervous. It's actually a huge relief when those curtains go up on opening night because it's like we've done everything that you can do. Like now, it really is in the hands of of the students that are up there. I mean, I'm still up there doing the tech work, so I'm, my job isn't fully done. I have to make sure I'm doing my my role right now. Uh, which sometimes, you know, you get busy and then you're like, oh, yeah, I also have to learn my part. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's a huge relief. And even if things go a little wrong, like seeing the kids work through that and figure it out is is also uh, hugely rewarding, too, because they're confident enough to navigate through hiccups or mistakes, like which happens. It happens all the time in theater. So. Yeah, nothing's perfect. And that trust is earned. It's over yeah. hours and days and weeks of, of building that trust where you can just be like, hey, this is this is what we're doing. Exactly. If you want to see something copy and paste, you go see a movie, right? You if go. you want to see something true to life, you go see live theater. So Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is live theater, and you can go December 6th, 7th, and the 8th is sold out, but maybe people can get on a wait list uh, if uh, some tickets maybe kick loose on the 8th. Uh, where can people get more information? Where can people get tickets for this? show which is going to go really really quickly yes they can contact the srss through the library the library is the one selling the tickets uh so i'd see either call them and let them know how many you want they can put them aside for you to come pick them up today uh or whatever day you're coming in uh or just stop by the school all right so december 6th is a wednesday what time does the show start seven o'clock and the seventh seven o'clock and the eighth sold out would have started at 7 o'clock. For seven. those that are going, <laughs> yeah. it starts at 7 o'clock. Yes. Congratulations on getting to this point. I know that it's going to be a bit of a whirlwind the next week as uh, showtime comes. And as much as you cannot wait for the for the actress to take to the stage, you want those moments to last forever. You do not want the eighth uh, ending to come. But uh, thank you so much for the work you did. And uh, Ellie and Cole, thank you so much for coming in today. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much.